मोटमाद पॉडकास्ट Hey, I'm Prateek from Motomouth Media and this is Mind Over Pandemic. A show that deals with an important question, how to keep yourself mentally healthy in this pandemic. Let me start today's episode with my own story. For the last 3 months or so, I've been experiencing this. When the groceries run out, I place an order online. It seems simple, but this leads to a state of anxiety because I am worried about the coronavirus reaching me through the package and the items inside. When the delivery happens, I go to the main gate of my building with a big suitcase. I leave it opened on the ground for the delivery person to put my order in, while I move back and stand at least two meters away. Next step I bring this heavy suitcase back home always the stairs never the elevator I take off my shoes outside my apartment keep the suitcase in one corner of the room and start laying out the stuff on my dining table Then begins a process that most of us are very familiar with by now sanitizing I clean each and every item with detergent and chlorine water and then keep them in the sun to dry then i wash my hands then i clean the table then i wash my hands again then i sanitize the door knobs i wash my hands once again just to be sure and then finally after stowing away all the items in their respective storage cabinets i clean everything all over again Oh, and did I mention washing my hands? Now, while all experts have been saying that washing your hands is the best way to avoid contracting the coronavirus, they haven't said that we should be doing it every 10 minutes. Yes, I feel safe, but I also feel anxious when I don't wash my hands, and the cycle keeps continuing. And this led me to think, am I doing this obsessively and compulsively? Do I have and ocd this situation may seem very familiar to you maybe you yourself or someone you know is also displaying this exact same behavior obsessively cleaning and sanitizing and maybe you've also wondered is this an ocd while this is just one example people who suffer from ocds may display a huge range of compulsive behaviors and since we are not experts you and i we'd better listen to someone who is on the other side of this break purba sen back on mind over pandemic this time talking about ocds welcome back I am Prateek and today we have Purba Sen on the show once again. You may remember her from our episode on anxiety. Hi Prateek. How are you? I'm good. So happy to be on the show again. So after a little bit of chit-chat, we dove straight into it. First things first. I wanted to check if this behavior that I have been displaying of regularly and repeatedly cleaning and sanitizing all deliveries, surfaces as well as myself 
count as an obsessive compulsive disorder a disorder would be something if it kind of meets certain criteria but certainly the compulsive behavior that you mentioned the compulsion of having to wash your hands or having to sanitize everything is the compulsion part of the triad so behind that would be an obsessive thought perhaps that you would get dirty or you would contract an infection if you didn't do it in ocd what happens you have these unwanted thoughts images or it could even be sensations that are very repeated that are very intrusive and they are not in your control interesting there's an apt analogy that purba uses to explain this a pin getting stuck on a record constantly repeating in your head and there's a significant amount of anxiety that is caused by these repeated obsessive thoughts to counter that one develops compulsions like this and these compulsions take care of the anxiety and uncertainty for some time but unfortunately it is a vicious cycle that feeds into each other and for it to be called a disorder it has to cause very significant dysfunction in your life and what this means is these actions and this behavior take up a lot of your time in a day it would perhaps take up more than an hour a day for a long period of time to complete your cleaning rituals to kind of ensure that you've paid enough attention to this obsessive thought another problem it creates which can lead to bigger challenges is a significant amount of social isolation because you're so focused on just managing the cycle of obsession and compulsion that you slowly get isolated and when these things happen that's when we call it an obsessive compulsive disorder so not every compulsion would fall into the disorder category but yes if you are experiencing it and there is significant anxiety attached to it it definitely needs to be addressed and i strongly believe that to address a problem we first need to know and understand what it is so what exactly is ocd ocd is a psychological condition for it to be diagnosed as ocd it has to cause very significant social dysfunction which means that it is hard to focus on anything else but that because it takes up so much of your day and these obsessions can be related to a lot of things for example number 1 contamination dirt body fluids germs cleaning liquids it could also be thoughts about taboo behaviors like unwanted sexual thoughts thoughts about acting violently towards somebody who's close to you thirdly it could also be about losing control on your impulses meaning this very disturbing thought of hurting yourself or somebody else stealing something speaking obscene language the fourth uh, obsession can be around causing accidental harm have i hit somebody on the road when i was driving today have i left the stove on did i lock my door and come and this thought will eat you up the entire day and you might find that you're repeatedly going back to the house checking coming back checking coming back and you're late for office for an hour every day yeah that's how chronic it is then there's another form and i've personally seen this with some people who are close to me obsessive thoughts about symmetry and order you feel that something bad will happen if things are not arranged in a certain way if the chairs are not facing a certain angle 
or if your pens are not lined in a certain way. So these are the kind of obsessions that will literally plague you the entire day. And to manage that, most of the time, you will develop compulsions around this. Compulsions like the need to check everything again and again. Check if you have turned off the stove, check if you have kept a certain thing away. You can also develop a compulsion of making mental lists or counting a certain pattern of a number backward. So things like this. And you can imagine doing all of this takes up a significant amount of time. It is complete distress because you just don't feel okay till you have done it, you know, in a certain way every time. All right. Now that we know what OCD is, let's address another problem. The incorrect usage of the term OCD primarily in our media and films. Use it in common parlance or use it in popular language. It kind of increases the stigma of people who actually have it. Purba says that the media and especially films greatly demean the actual impact of a really serious psychological condition. In our previous episode, we had taken a look at anxiety on a broader level. If you haven't heard that episode, I strongly suggest that you go back to it and do listen. It'll help you in understanding what Purba will mention further now. In that episode, we had also seen that OCD falls on the anxiety spectrum. Although now it is classified as a separate kind of a psychological disorder, but definitely anxiety is a huge feature in it. And OCD is actually quite different from anxiety. In OCD, the anxiety or the obsession is around very specific things and very unusual things. A person might be obsessed by the thought of killing their parents. And to manage that anxiety, they have to tap on a certain part of the wall a certain number of times a day. And what happens then is because some of these obsessive thoughts are so against the core values of the person you are, the anxiety that is caused by it is even more debilitating. That's the difference between having free-floating anxiety or generalized anxiety and OCD. When we return, we'll look at OCD in the context of this pandemic and how to deal with it. Welcome back. This is Mind Over Pandemic. I'm Prateek. With me, Purba Sen. Since the time the COVID-19 pandemic started, therapists around the world have been reporting a spike in the number of people who are approaching them. While a lot of people call in to talk about anxiety or depression, there are some who want to talk about their OCDs. And Purba has observed that while there is a significant number of cases of relapse, There's another thing happening with her clients of OCD, something that creates confusion in their minds. Many people who have successfully plowed through therapy and really brought down their compulsions are now finding that the medical advice is actually saying the same thing, that please wash your hands. Whereas they had come out of their habit of doing these exact same things and that is leading to relapses. So they are falling back into that pattern again. But it's not just relapses that's happening. A lot of people have been able to manage themselves quite well too. On the positive side, people who have sought help or have done self-work are doing better. 
because in OCD the treatment is actually all about learning to bear uncertainty. The core conflict in OCD is that you cannot bear the uncertainty of the obsession. Did I hit somebody on the road? Am I going to kill my parents? You know, uh, will I sexually expose myself in office? Something like that. So the uncertainty of it is unbearable. Therefore, the compulsion has to come in. So in many ways, people who have been in therapy are perhaps doing slightly better. Moving on to the next concern. How to spot the signs that you or someone in your home may be developing OCD? How much time in the day is being taken up by this obsession and compulsion? How many times do you have these obsessive thoughts in the day? Are you finding that you are just getting self-absorbed? So these are warning signs, definitely. Yes, one should reach out and take help. But having said that, it is also difficult in this time because accessing therapy is, is quite tough. The therapy of choice for OCDs is always cognitive behavior therapy, which, Purba says, has shown good results. And one of the aspects of cognitive behavior therapy is called exposure and response prevention, which basically means that you expose yourself to the obsessive thought and then you prevent yourself from doing the compulsive act. And in between the obsessive thought and the compulsion is a space which is the anxiety space. And now you have to learn how to manage this anxiety. Even if you're at home and can't physically meet your therapist, you can still practice this. Let's say, for example, uh, you are very conscious of who's touching which surface in the house. And when you see somebody touching it, you will feel this compulsively to go and clean it right then. Maybe the bathroom surfaces would give you the most anxiety. So you're perhaps cleaning the bathroom the most. Then perhaps you're cleaning the kitchen the most. But choose something which is more neutral. Like let's say uh, you know, the dining table chair. When you're having this thought that you will be contaminated if you touch the dining table chair, you go and touch it. And then you learn to sit with the anxiety. So little things, you know, identify your triggers in the house and start very small. Start from the least fearful trigger and see if you can go up that ladder a little bit. There are some simple ways of managing your OCDs, especially in these COVID times. Number one, socially connect. Because there are many people living alone and they might experience this. Face-to-face contact with people who love and care for you is very essential. Number two, a reality check. When you are able to manage the anxiety around an obsession, you've made a certain bit of progress. You can actually examine, take an obsessive thought and examine it and fact check it. What is the probability that I will you know, get COVID if I touch the chair surface? Do your research, find out for yourself. And somewhere when you do that repeatedly, the obsessive thought also gets addressed. Number three, having empathy. This is for family members and caregivers of someone who has OCDs. Purba says that help without awareness of the condition is quite difficult, so self-educating is extremely essential. When you self-educate, you also understand that the person is not doing it out of free will. They are not doing it to make things difficult for you. They're, they genuinely don't have control over it. And they are also trying really hard to make it better for themselves and for you. So keeping their empathy in the right place is necessary. Number four, praise and appreciation. 
any bit of progress that the person has made, you know, it could be very slight, it could be something a little more than what he or she has done yesterday. So that needs to be acknowledged. Number five, less criticism. Because the more you make the environment stressful, the whole stress of having to reduce this behavior will actually increase the behaviors. As a family member, that's a commitment one will have to make. And most importantly, number six, resist and stay firm about not participating in the compulsive acts. When you have a person who is obsessed about having the house clean, they might actively recruit other people to say that, oh, this is not clean and I just cleaned it and why did you touch it again and things like that. So sometimes to maintain peace in the house, you would find family members really giving in. And very soon what happens is then OCD becomes really the focus of your family life. And we don't really want that, do we? Because it disrupts a lot in your lives. To educate ourselves more about OCDs, Purba has some suggestions of useful resources. There is one website called verywellmind.com. There is also psychologytoday.com. Um, so these kind of websites, they have uh, peer-reviewed articles. So the information that is given out is usually quite valid. And then there is the Nimhans website, which has a lot of resources that can equip you to deal with OCDs, either your own or a family member's. Thank you so much, Purba. Thank you so much, Prateek. It's been wonderful talking to you. So there you have it. What is OCD? How to identify it? and how to deal with it, especially in these pandemic times. All of the resources mentioned above are also in the show notes. If you want me to cover a specific mental health-related subject, please do reach out to me. This episode was written, produced, mixed and hosted by me, Prateek Sharma. If you have a question for our experts, write to us at mindoverpandemic at motormouthmedia.in. This email address as well as music and other credits are in the show notes. You can listen to this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time on Mind Over Pandemic from Motormouth Podcasts. Motormouth Podcasts.